You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 89 with Jennifer Allwood. And I started realizing that if I was to post on social media, just like I was sitting in the room talking to my girlfriends, that I was shocked at these, the response I would get. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Amber, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you back. Um, So you might remember that I like to start off every show with an icebreaker about travel. And I think that you talked about Sanibel the last time. But I think we had like a full uh, conversation about Sanibel the last time. Yes, exactly. So um, since you've been on the show, I've become a travel agent specializing in luxury travel, but also helping people with their family vacations too. So I really love asking people this question, but I thought we would change it up since we've already asked you your favorite vacation destination. Um, Let's talk about um, what is your favorite, like your favorite place that you want to go to? Like what is on your bucket list that you are just going to like die to go there and, and why you want to go there? Yeah. Amber, you're breaking my heart right now. I just need you to know that because we were supposed to go to Hawaii next month, which is, I know, right? Like it just, I just feel like everybody should just say, Oh, um, and I wanted to go to Hawaii forever. We are in a really interesting stage of life, Amber, with two kids in high school and, um, our, both of our boys are football players. And so they literally have only two weeks off the entire summer without practice that we're able to take a family vacation. So we were starting to get all excited. We were going to go in July and then Hawaii started having a volcano (laughs) and the whole, you know, it's been erupting. And uh, my husband was just a little bit concerned about us traveling there and air quality and, um, you know, the kids football schedule was kind of throwing in some wrenches. And so we have decided we're going on a cruise instead, but Hawaii is the vacation that Aww. I have been wanting to take yes. forever. And I will get there yeah. next year. I'm yeah. going to. Maybe yeah. I'm not to leave them all home, Amber. I don't know, but I'm going. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, were you, so were you not going to Maui? Because I know people that are still going and they're going to Maui. They're just not going to, is it the big island that all the... Yeah, the it's, the, it's the big island. Yes. And we were going to go to Maui, but uh, but he was just concerned... Um, you know, of taking tours because we were going to try to do two different islands while we were there, Maui oh, being yep. one of them. And so it's all good. So we're going to do a cruise, which also gives me a really high level of anxiety because I have a 10 year old <laughs> daughter who's wild. I mean, she's just, and I've always said for all my life, Amber, that I'll never take her on a cruise because wow. I just worry about her like dangling off the side oh, of a ship. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's my only kiddo to ever have a broken bone and to have stitches and to have multiple like, you know, x rays and things because she's just one of those children. Well, one time I read this article online, Amber, it was so funny. It was called I'm raising a feral cat. And it was about like raising daughters that are just kind of like adventure seekers and just kind of wild and always living on the edge. And that is my 10 year old daughter. And so I've always said I would never take a cruise with her just for fear of her going overboard. And yet here we go on a cruise. So wish me luck. Yeah. You know, I love cruises and that's also another thing that I specialize in because I love them. We went on a Disney cruise last year, loved it. And, um, I've booked several cruises so far. What, where are you going and what cruise line? Okay. This is pressure to answer. Um, we're going on Royal Caribbean. Please tell us that's a really good choice. Yes. yes that's where and, I would put you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not real sure about where we're going, but in full disclosure, I kind of like <laughs> handed this project off to my husband. We've, uh, we've recently brought him home from corporate America to work with me and my business. And just so that I can start passing off a lot of our family things onto him as well. So I said, babe, 
you plan it and I'll just show up. Just tell me where I need to be. So, um, so we are going to the Bahamas, Honduras, um, Cozumel and another stop in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. I'm, I'm hoping that it's, um, amazing. And, um, I know the last time we went on a cruise was when we got married 21 years ago. Um, and I gained seven pounds in seven days. So, yes. you know, I'm embracing, yep. my, embracing myself for a similar experience <laughs> this time. So, yeah. Well, if your husband ever gets to the point where he's like, I have too much on my plate, you guys can just hand over uh, the vacation planning to me. I'll handle it. It's, it's, uh, it's all free to my clients because the vendor pays for me. So if you guys ever get to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't even want, I can't even do the research. Just, just hand it off to me and I'll help you guys. <laughs> I am so glad to know that actually. I, like literally because yeah. we were working with somebody um, yeah. on the Hawaii trip and she yeah. had a health issue that came up and then oh, no. kind of the entire ball got dropped and oh. then the eruption happened. And so it was like Gosh. this conglomeration of all these uh, things. Yes. So it's great to know that you do yes. travel. Thank you for yes. that. Yeah. So totally reach out to me. I love coming alongside people and just kind of brainstorming and helping it out. And the, the, my audience is for moms because you know, they're just so busy that I feel like travel kind of falls through the cracks. And one of my big taglines is kind of uh, how many more summers do you have left until the kids oh. graduate? Right. Yeah. So when you, th- when you break it down to how many summers, it really is eye opening kind of like, Oh my gosh, it like puts things in perspective, yeah, yep. they're going to be gone. Like we only have so much time. And so, mm-hmm. uh, that's where I really love to come along people and just kind of figure out, you know, some great trips for them right now. Um, someone's going to Australia and, um, getting ready to help somebody with Italy and everything. So I'm super excited. And if I can't go, you know, at least I can kind of, you know, live through them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Live vicariously. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I, we will keep that in mind. I'm so yes. glad to know you're dealing with the travel. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. Um, so if people didn't hear your episode, um, I think it was 26 and, um, you know, to know more about you. How about you share with us a little bit about who you are again and so sure. what your name is, where you're from, how many kids you have, and then we'll jump into um, where you are today. Absolutely. So my name's Jennifer Allwood. I own a business called The Magic Brush, which is online. I used to own a decorative painting company in Kansas City, Missouri, where I live with my husband and three kids. Uh, but we closed that down last year. Essentially, what has happened is my decorative painting company did so amazing in the last 17 years that my social media was kind of going crazy and growing really rapidly. And many creative entrepreneurs and business owners were taking notice of that. I mean, we went from 50,000 Facebook fans to 100 to 200 to 300,000 Facebook fans. Um, I think we're at 330,000 right now. And so people kept asking me to show them like, how are you growing your social media for your business? And so I've actually made a swing in the last couple of years, Amber, from um, having a painting company and actually having a team of people working in other people's homes to completely going to the online space and teaching entrepreneurs how to build their business online. And so that is where my heart and passion is at right now. And that is what I'm currently doing. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on, because one of the things that I admire about you is that you evolve. So you could easily have just stayed with painting, you know, the cabinets and and whatever you were doing, furniture and stuff like that. And you built an amazing brand, like you were saying. And that was one of the things that I loved about you. Um, But now I feel like you're offering moms like even more. And, you know, and, and really, I feel like you're kind of just starting an empire. And what, what's oh, funny is, you. you know, you think about, right, um, you're painting furniture, and you, yeah. you fast forward, would you ever think that you Never now in a million years. are talking to no. people about how to grow their business? 
mine. <laughs> no, it's never even occurred to me. And so, I mean, at this point, we are, I'm running a seven figure a year business. Um, if you had told me that four years ago, I would have like run in the other direction. I mean, it sounds great. And everybody, you know, has these great business aspirations, but the truth is it's scary as heck. Yeah. And, um, and I'm coaching over 2000 women every month on how to grow their social media and then use it to make money online. And I never in a million years would have dreamt that this would be where I ended up. But I am constantly saying to people that often your craft is just your catalyst. And we're, you know, we might start on one thing, the thing that we're good at doing. And then I feel like sometimes God just kind of slightly pivots us into the space of where we're actually supposed to be operating and what our giftings really are. But I never would have dreamt that I would be a teacher or a mentor. It wasn't what I was aspiring to do. And yet here we are. And I absolutely cannot imagine anything else on the face of the planet to be doing. Yeah. And you know, with this interview, I wanted it to be super casual, like as if we're sitting talking over coffee and and people could eavesdrop into the conversation because I think you have yeah. so much to offer. And I think a lot of people find themselves in a situation that you were in. You loved doing what you did. Mm-hmm. So at what point did you go, you know what? I, like we really need to let this go because I feel like a lot of people don't want to let go of their first babies, meaning yeah. their first babies of business. And <laughs> I just like, how, how did you figure out like, this is the time and we need to let it go. And was it really hard to let it go? Or were you kind of just like, yeah, oh, I was done. so over it at that point, Amber. Okay. Well, you yeah. know, I had run the business for 16 years. And when I started getting into the coaching arena four years ago, I noticed that, you know, before I had 100% of my attention on my painting business. And now I was splitting that attention kind of 50-50. And my heart felt really divided as well. Like, I still like the painting, but gosh, I really like mentoring all these women and watching their businesses explode and getting to be a part of their journey. And so eventually we came to this like crossroads kind of, and I I don't know that there was like a day that it happened, but it was more of just like a knowing in my gut, Amber, where I came to the realization clinging to this thing, this painting business, even though I have done it for 16 years, could do it with my eyes closed in my sleep. Um, And I loved it. And it was what I would consider really easy money. Um, And it was comfortable and it was secure and it was, you know, kind of like a no brainer, but continuing to do that thing was completely taking away from the online space where I really, my gut instinct was if I could just give up this other thing and focus fully my attention to the online people, things would go bonkers. And I would, and that hunch was absolutely correct because I think anytime you're doing two things and you're feeling really divided, I think that you just can't give fully to either. And so, you know, I think that I wasn't giving a hundred percent to my painting clients and I wasn't giving a hundred percent to my coaching clients because I had one foot on both worlds. And so when we finally made the decision to, um, okay, we are going to let go of the painting business, which was very lucrative, did very well in less than a year. I went to seven figures in the online space and, um, and in just five months time, actually. And so I'm, I'm so glad at this point that I let it go. And was it easy? I, I think, um, it actually for me was because I think that I already knew that it was over, but I was still clinging to it out of fear because that was such a space that I knew frontwards and backwards and sideways. And it was comfortable. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of how I had built my identity, the girl that's, you know, she paints the magic brush girl. Right. And so kind of dumping that and just stepping fully into not the painter girl, but just the girl, um, who knows a thing or two about building an online business. It just felt really vulnerable. 
Um, and so I think that it was easy, you know, kind of to make the decision, but yet it was scary thinking, oh gosh, fingers crossed, hope this stinking works. Um, and so I think that that's normal. I mean, there's, there's no guarantees, right? And so, um, so yeah, in hindsight, I wish we had actually done it sooner. Yeah. You know, I feel like that does happen. You're kind of holding on to it, but here's my question. So, you know, you, you had a, a huge online presence and people kind of were asking you about that, but how did you even get that going? Like, so here you're painting, right? And, yeah. and it's a local business. Like you really yeah. don't need to blow up the online world because you're not going to be going to Nashville here where we are to come paint mm-hmm. me a table, right? All and the cool so- people are in Nashville, by the way. You know that, right? Like so many cool people live in Nashville. I'll be there in November, by the way. We should totally try to meet. <gasps> yes. What are, you co- what are you coming in for? I'll be speaking at Christy Wright's business boutique. What? So, okay, yes. so, yeah, so I will be there. And um, I had, I just, I have interviewed her. I haven't aired her episode yet. And it was a great episode. I'm so excited that you're coming. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. Like, are you staying um, a little bit longer before or after though? Um, so I, I don't think you? so. I think no, we're coming flying. in going yep. out. Okay. Yep, we're coming in going out. I think I'm there two days. Okay. But so, I would love to grab a copy in the lobby. That'd be yes, so fun. Okay. Um, let's definitely do that. And you know, I'll email your assistant. So um, yeah. Okay. So we digress. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying is you're not, you're not trying to build your online presence so that you can paint a kitchen in Nashville or paint a table, you know, in California or whatever. So at what point in your business did you start getting that traction? And how did you even know to start doing that? Like, I mean, it's a whole new skill set. Um, trust mm-hmm. me, I know this because I'm like yes. trying to do all these things without having a huge team or anything like that to kind of just, you know, delegate, be like, hey, you're sure. a social media person. How did you start to do that and do it so well? Okay, so I never outsourced my social media, number one, because what I found um, is that I actually loved being on Facebook. I loved like, you know, reading people's things on Facebook. I love learning on Facebook. I was on Facebook already. And so it was probably about a good five years ago, Amber, where I was posting on a pretty regular basis. And I was posting like pictures of, you know, before and afters of kitchens that we just painted or a piece of furniture that we just did or my new favorite paint color. And I started realizing that if I was to post on social media, just like I was sitting in the room talking to my girlfriends that I was shocked at these, the response I would get and the number of people that would talk back to me. And so then I, you know, made a conscious decision. Okay. I am going to serve the heck out of this audience I'm building and try to, you know, either educate them on all things like painting and decorating related or encourage them both in life and in business. I'm not going to hide my family from them. I'm going to, I'm going to just be really like authentic online um, because I really didn't know how else to be. So that meant, talking about my kids, talking about my faith, talking about um, home decor, talking about things that went sideways in my life. And, and the more I did that, the more it just kept growing and the more it kept growing. And especially when I would talk about things, Amber, like being a hot mess and being mm-hmm. really unorganized and being a typical <laughs> creative person who loves yeah. 10,000 things at once and can't focus on anything for more than 10 <laughs> minutes. Or when yes. I started talking about menopause and you'd be shocked at the number of people that just um, really can relate to some of that stuff. And yes. I think that we live in a world of Pinterest perfection and we are desperate for relationship. And, um, and sometimes it's just, you know, responding to that private message from a complete stranger on Facebook, or I'm on Instagram stories every single day. I'm always shocked that, 
you know, so many people will private message me on Instagram and, and just giving them sometimes a 15 second video back, encouraging them in their life or in their business. It can make all the difference in someone's day. I had some precious woman uh, messaging me yesterday that she's running a business and she's in one of my coaching courses and um, just recently lost a grandchild. And she was saying, you know, how do I keep going when we've just, we're enduring so much heartbreak. And so I, that to me is like so important. Are the sales amazing? Yes. But the relationship component of it, like I feel like so many people are doing their social media and they're missing that opportunity to really love on people that are following them and to really build that relationship so that then when you do actually have something for sale, people actually will will buy from you. And so I've just really pushed hard on the gas of using my social media and Facebook and Instagram stories in particular to really build relationship uh, with my 300,000 followers and not for it just to be a place to advertise my services. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't even think about doing a video back to someone. And so mm-hmm. I have to, I have to like up my game on, in, on Instagram altogether. And, but so I love that you're on there all the time. So do you literally do an Insta story every day? Um, yeah, I think I've done five already today. So oh, <laughs> yeah, well, and here's why. So if you go to my Instagram and yeah. you actually click on like my profile picture and it'll yep. take you to my stories and they only are there for 24 hours. Right. But, um, so it's like Snapchat for old people because yes. I, my kids are on Snapchat. And I know. Like, I don't. I, don't know. Get I can't it. figure Snapchat. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm my brain doesn't it's work like millennials like you. and younger. That's right. yes. So Instagram stories, they're they're the cat's meow. I'm telling you yeah. for us older middle aged people. And uh, I mean, I'm not that old. I it's not no, like I'm a hundred. No, I'm forty six, no, and so I don't get Snapchat. So Instagram stories are a great way to build a relationship with people. So my husband and I just purchased a new home. Um, three months ago, we've been under a full remodel in the last three months. So today I was walking around on Instagram stories, showing them that we're having a, um, our tile is being put in today. We're having a fireplace reskimmed. We live on a golf course. So like last night I was showing, it was like the golf cart, like, um, mafia was outside of our backyard. <laughs> it was the strangest thing ever. There were about 40 golf carts oh my and they gosh. were this is like new. I mean, I grew up in a house on a golf course, but oh, yeah. I, I didn't pay any attention to it. So right. we're looking at our back windows of the house yesterday. And I'm like, what are all, the, I mean, one after another, these golf carts are whizzing by our backyard. And, um, and so I put stuff like that on Instagram stories. And I think that that's fun. And then when yeah. I do a podcast, I'll say, you know, Hey, um, happy Tuesday or whatever. And yep. if you haven't listened to my podcast today on, you know, X, Y, Z, here's where you can swipe up and go listen. And so I do mix in some business, but, um, but more than anything, I'm just trying to get people used to the sound of my voice to see me, um, my face popping up on screen to hear me talking about life. Because what I know to be true is that people will buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And the only way that you can get people to know, like, and trust you is if you are actually like show up as you on social media, it's not like you can go to their home. So your only option is social media. And so that means telling people, you know, interesting parts of our lives or what we find to be interesting. It might be boring as heck, but yeah, the, the, <laughs> the short answer is yes. I'm on Instagram stories every day and I absolutely love it. So a few things that stood out to me. One thing um, I've learned, you can only have that swipe feature up because yes. I wanted to do it for my podcast uh, when you have, I think, 10,000 followers. So this is where it gets right. challenging when you're like starting out and you're like, I can't even get that feature. <laughs> you know, so but what you can do is yeah. you can tell people to click the link in your bio yep. and you just edit the, the link instead of it going to like your website or 
something like that, just edit it so that it goes straight to your podcast. So that is an option. But you know, I, what I teach like in my inner circle coaching group every month is I teach people how to build your social media on things like Instagram. So Instagram's a different beast than Facebook. And so the best way to build your Instagram following is a, to follow people that you think would be your ideal clients, um, comment on their things and follow them. And then a lot of times they're going to be like, well, who's this Jennifer Allwood girl? And they will follow you back. Um, also hashtags are so important on Instagram. So when we're doing our remodel right now, like I posted some pictures the other day of our new brick fireplace. And so I did the hashtag Allwood family remodel hashtag brick fireplace, hashtag home renovation, hashtag DIY fireplace, like those sorts of things. So that when people are going to Instagram and they're searching for things that Mm. you'll come up, So that's really important. And then one of the best ways actually to grow Instagram right now is by doing like, um, well, there's a couple of different things. Like one is, uh, doing a giveaway. And so you do need to like read the rules and, but Instagram is a lot loosey goosier than what Facebook is with their rules. So, um, doing a giveaway can be super fun or doing like a follow train where you're kind of exposing other people to, um, you know, these are some of my friends on Instagram, you should go check out their Instagram profiles. And then they're doing the same for you. So you're kind of swapping audiences, if that makes sense. Right. And uh, that works really well for building your Instagram following too. But yes, everyone's goal should be to hit 10,000. That way you can have that swipe up. Yes. Yeah. Well, and speaking about a giveaway, I was just talking to a friend of mine today. Um, I've had, um, the luxury to have um, really great authors come on the show and I have their books and I thought, you know what, this would be really fun to give it away. And then, then I was trying to figure out how do I, how should I go about that? And um, what would be the best way to do it? And I didn't even realize there's rules to Instagram about giving away. (laughs) Yes, there are. And so, and you know, rules change frequently. So everyone needs to educate themselves on those, but in the terms of service, you can kind of find what the rules are, but I did a giveaway a while back with a book, um, along with like a trucker hat and a pair of earrings. And we had a couple of fun things like that. And they basically just had to, you know, tag their friends, um, or share the post. Um, well, they wouldn't have shared it on Instagram. They would have just tagged their friends, but, uh, we got a couple thousand new Instagram followers in a week. So that was super fun. And I think that, you know, you don't want to obviously do that too much and over promote to your audience, but I'm, I'm loving Instagram, especially with all of the Facebook algorithm changes, which I still believe, I still believe Facebook is the very best place. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. To, uh, to have your small business. However, you can't just do Facebook because if you do then all your eggs are in Facebook's basket and that's never smart. And as entrepreneurs, we never rely solely on any one thing. Exactly. Um, the future of our business. So, right. Yeah. Well, and I was going to ask you with the, um, giving away the book, um, oh. did, did you just have people tag people? That was the main thing. And then you I randomly did. picked someone. Is yep. that kind of how it worked? Okay. Yep. We sure did. We had them tag two friends oh, and, cool. um, and so they did that and yeah, it was great. I just, it, and people are so generous. Like when you're going to do a giveaway, just reaching out to other, you know, small businesses or makers or DIYers and, and asking if they would be interested, you know, in, um, contributing and then you tag their page when you're, when you're posting about the giveaway and you'd be shocked. People are so, um, they're so willing to send things and to be a part of that. And I just, I love that about the community that I'm building. So, yeah, no, I do think that's awesome. And I just love how visual it is and all that. And so here's my question to you with jumping on to Insta stories. 
what is your thoughts with talking about transparency um, with you jumping on with no makeup or do you feel like you always need to have makeup and your hair done and everything like that? Like, what is your stance on that? Absolutely not. So this morning I got on Instagram stories and I, you know, said we're on um, starting month four of the remodel. Also I'm on four days of not washing my hair. (laughs) I I do have on makeup today, but my hair is a hot mess. I'm so glad that you can't see me ever. Um, But there's been plenty of times when I've been in bed with my husband and I'm in pajamas. And of course I keep it PG and make sure, you know, Um, I'm old, nobody to see that, but, um, you know, but there's lots of times when I have either gone live on Facebook, um, you know, from our bedroom or, I mean, I think that there's like a fine line between if that's the first time people have ever seen you on live on Facebook, you know, they might be like, wow, what is this all about? (laughs) Or, you know, on Instagram stories, but if you have a history of really building a relationship with your people and you have a history of you know, also showing up put together that when you do show up, not put together, I think it makes you so much more relatable, especially if your audience is business owners, because I don't ever want the business owners that I'm coaching and the ones that are following me to think to themselves, okay, I got to make sure my background is perfect and my hair is perfect. And then I'm wearing a bright color on camera and that the angle is just super perfect. Like that's not real life. Nobody got time for that. So there's plenty of times when I am not made up and I, um, and I'm all about the transparency And, um, and we'll go either on Instagram stories or Facebook live, either one. Yeah, no, I do. I I like that uh, about people when you do see like they do have makeup on, they don't have makeup on. I do feel like that really kind of allows people to see the real person, right? Like if you were were friends and you stopped by, right? A lot of times moms don't have makeup on or that I don't. I'm half time. I'm in my workout clothes because I don't really get to change. I agree a hundred percent. So, um, one, one last question on the social media stuff. What is your thoughts with the whole, you know, it's good to post at this time or this day. Any thoughts on that? Do you follow that? Do you not follow that? Yeah. Are you talking like Facebook in particular? Yeah, Like how there's certain yeah. days and it's like, Oh, that's bad. And uh, well, you know what? Okay. So I think you could ask 10 different marketers and they're going to tell you 10 different things. So I think the important thing is that you understand your own Facebook followers. So if you go to your desktop or your Mac or whatever, and you look at your Facebook insights, like it's interesting to me, a lot of my followers, um, like Sundays are a huge day for me on Facebook. Mm. Now, a lot of people will say Sundays are really slow for me. And, and I will make the caveat. Okay. Well, Sundays are really good for me after about mid afternoon, because a huge portion of my audience is at church on Sunday morning. They come home and they take a nap. Come on, Amber. They take a nap (laughs) because you know, we're middle aged. And um, and it's Sunday, baby, and Sundays are for naps. And so by about four o'clock, though, they are all on social media. So if I have something that I'm really wanting to get eyeballs on, and I really want, you know, whether it's opting into a freebie on my website, or signing up for one of my courses or buying something, I'm not going to put it online on a Saturday morning, because I know that for my insights, when I look at Mm -hmm. my Facebook page, Cause I don't care what anybody else's say, but right, on mine, yeah. my people aren't on there on Saturday morning. They're at a basketball game for their kiddo. They're yeah. at soccer practice, their birthday parties. Um, but Sunday night, great time. And so the rule for anyone that I'm coaching, this is what I tell them. You need to post four times a day on Facebook and you need to be going live on your Facebook page twice a week. If you want Facebook to really be showing your stuff mm. in the algorithm, if you want your reach to be, as high as possible. So, I mean, if you're not worried about growing your page, well, don't worry about posting four times a day. But for people that are like, why is my Facebook page only have a couple hundred people on it? And then I look at their account, they haven't posted in two weeks. And I'm like, that's why. So the Facebook algorithm, it works like this in a nutshell. It wants to see you being consistent, being consistent, being consistent if you're a business. So that means posting daily, 
posting daily, posting daily. And Mark Zuckerberg has said he really wants our cell phones to be like a television in our pocket. He wants people to go live on the platform. So Facebook has said, we will give, if you do a Facebook live video, we will show it to six to seven times the amount of people that we will one of your posts. Mm. And, um, and so, so many people are afraid of live video, but yet they tell me they want to grow their Facebook. And I'm like, well, honey, you can't have both. I mean, if you want to grow it, the answer is you go live on Facebook and it doesn't have to be like you just sitting in the camera and rehearsing something and scared to death, you know, talking about what it is you do. <laughs> Last night I went live. It was a sponsored Facebook live. So I get paid to do this, but I went live in Hobby Lobby and um, had almost a thousand people watching me live talk about Hobby Lobby's new decor. And so, you know, the camera was the majority of the time away from me and I'm walking around a store. And so Facebook sees that and they're like, ding, 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 ding. She went live. Let's show that to, you know, seven times the amount of people as normal. And so the majority of the time, if I go live on Facebook, those videos are viewed on average 40,000 times. Whoa. That is and crazy. It's, it's amazing. And so yeah. it's so much better than just doing a post. So if you are somebody who's trying to grow your social media, you have to go live on Facebook and you need to show up consistently daily. I say four times a day with posts and only one of those should have anything to do with what you're selling or what you're pitching because people don't want to be sold to all day long. And that's how you build real community online. And that's how you get more followers on social media, which more followers should lead to more sales. Right. And so give us an idea. Walk us through. So when you're doing Hobby Lobby, you're kind of, you're, you're, you have the camera looking at everything and then do you hit it? So then it switches back so that they can see your face at some point and then you kind of toggle. Okay. Yep. So I start, I start with it facing me and, you know, I just disclose that this is sponsored by Hobby Lobby. I'm so glad to be here. And we're going to show you real quick today, 10 things that I found today that I loved at Hobby Lobby. Um, And so I'm just going to walk with you through the store and then I'll just flip the camera and I literally walk around. And so um, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, and the truth is Amber, I'm going to be at Hobby Lobby buying stuff for my house anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. If I can get paid to be there and do a quick video while I'm there, um, that's just an amazing opportunity. And so I personally love live video. I never in a million years would have dreamt this. I am a total introvert, which people find really hard to believe, but is the absolute truth. I'm very shy. I'm very weird when you meet me in real life. So I need to brace you for that. In oh, November. for the coffee date. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, so I'll be like, so oh, weird. I know, I'll be all weird. And, um, and, but I feel like a lot, most of my audience are creative entrepreneurs. Yeah. So they're, they're people yeah. that are makers and they're making yeah. stuff and they're baking and they're cooking. And, and a lot of us are that way. We're introverted. We're homebodies. We just feel like we're a little bit weird. And so, um, Facebook lives for, and Instagram stories, which are just 15 seconds long mm-hmm. are perfect for people like me who are total introverts and who are just a little bit weird because, People will sit down and watch people that are interesting, number one. And number two, we feel like we have complete control, which introverts need because there's always an end button. Like, so, you know, if my nose starts to run or the cat, I actually don't have a cat, I have a dog or the dog (laughs) hoops behind me on the floor while I'm live or, you know, (laughs) one of the kids comes in and busts out with a rap song or who knows, I can always, I can always hit end. And so there's this feeling of control. And what I have found about the thousands of women that I get to coach every month is, I'll give them challenges a lot, Amber, and tell them, okay, here's your challenge for the month. You're going to post four times a day. You're going to go live twice a week. So many of them will say, and and the the first time I did this, I gave away a $400 Amazon gift card. I said, anybody that will do this in my coaching group for the entire month Mm. and share your results with me, I'll pick one of you for an Amazon gift card for $400. So I had all these people, all these women that were willing to do it. You would be shocked at how many of them were like, okay, 
I actually loved going live on Facebook. And I'm like, I told you, you made it into this like big, hairy, scary monster. It's not. It's so much easier than what people think that it's going to be. They put all this pressure on themselves to go live. And the truth is you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have the camera looking at you. If you're somebody that makes things, have the camera pointing at your hands if you want. If you own a store, have somebody just, you just walk around and be showing your store. But Facebook has said, if you'll go live, we'll show it to seven times the amount of people. And every day of the week, I'm doing that because that's what's going to grow my business. Yeah. Now, here's a here's a question for you. So do you so if you have I'm sure you have like private groups, right? And then you have your public page. So are you doing that in all your groups or are you really focusing on your main public page that everyone can see? I am focusing on my main public page that everyone can see. Could okay. I give a, could I just do a little drop of one of my own podcasts, Amber, would yeah, you care? Yeah, sure. Okay. I did a podcast and people can find it at jenniferallwood.com. Um, it was just in the last two weeks or they can find it on iTunes at the Jennifer Allwood show where I talk about why I don't like free Facebook groups because of what a lot of people are doing on social media right now is they're like, well, Facebook's not showing my stuff on my business page. So I'm going to dump that and I'm going to go to a free group. Okay. Well, Facebook used to show all posts to all groups, but they've changed the algorithm in the last six months on Facebook. And so now um, if you have, if you're thinking, okay, I don't like the free page because you know, my posts only go to 10% of the people. Well, the groups are running the same way right now. So I don't have any groups that are just free. All of my Facebook groups are an add on because somebody is in one of my coaching programs that I run mm. off of Facebook. Okay. So the fr- the free group is like a, you know, where we build community, but it's always attached to a program that they purchased from me. So like I have a group just for people who like to paint, it's called paint finish of the month. They have access to a library that, you know, they go to paintfinishofthemonth.com, they log in, they see 22 different painting videos. And I have guest instructors every month, but then we also have the Facebook group as a complement to that where we share information and I'm very rarely live in there. It's, it's just a bonus for sure. the program that they offer me, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So when I'm talking about going live, I'm always talking about on your page, do everything on your page. Cause here's what I know to be true. Um, if you have any desire to ever work with big brands and I get to work with a lot of them and I'm so honored, but none of them care how many people I can get in a group. They all want to know how many followers can you get on a page? And, um, and so the business page is where you need to focus. And for people who are like, now, wait a second, Jennifer's talking about getting paid from, you know, Hobby Lobby to go in a store and do a live video. How does that even happen? Well, I want you to go to a website called socialbluebook.com and social blue book is a website that you can go to and it's free. And you just put in all your information and link to your Facebook and your Instagram. And it does this little, you know, nerdy calculation and tells you essentially how much you can charge to do a Facebook post or to do a blog post or to do a Facebook live. And, um, and so that's how you can kind of figure out like what one of your Facebook live videos are actually worth, which is really valuable for a business owner. That's really cool. So did you say it's social blue book? Yeah. Socialbluebook.com. Okay. I'm um, com. That is really cool. So when you are doing your uh, Facebook posts and you're saying you only, so out of four posts, you're only promoting your business once. What yep. do you do? What do you find yourself promoting the three other times? Cause I feel like people could be like, that is a lot of posting. And so what, what is your rhythm or what do you find yeah. that you're like, Oh, I love doing this. I love this question so much. And I also love that you use the word rhythm because that's exactly what it is. And one of the reasons I do these challenges for entrepreneurs in my inner circle and my coaching group is to get them in the rhythm of posting. So let's take your business, for example, Amber, and you doing travel. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I love to travel, but I am the world's worst packer, like the absolute worst. Like my 10 year old daughter, you know, the feral cat, the crazy one, she was talking to me yesterday about how she's going to Google like a list for packing before we go on the cruise. And I'm like, Oh, that's brilliant. So as a travel agent, you could um, have one post a day where you're like, Hey, for those of you that are trying to get last minute vacations in before the end of the summer, I've got some great last minute ideas for you that won't break the bank. Here's how you contact me about that. But your other post during the day could be, um, so who's going on vacation this summer? Who needs a free list of what to pack when you're going on a cruise or what to pack when you're, you know, headed to Mexico, um, sign up to get my, you know, free downloadable list right here. And then it could be a link to your website where you have an opt-in. Then also I would, um, I would be posting articles that you, you know, either find on the internet and you share or, um, like I know we went to Mexico last year on vacation. Well, this year, uh, we've already been to Mexico and also, you know, there's been, um, some incidents that have happened in Mexico that doesn't, I I think, you know, the comfort level that I used to have about traveling to Mexico maybe isn't just quite the same right now. So you could repost an article that you found on somebody's website, or maybe even one that you wrote Amber about, you know, uh, is, is it still safe to, you know, take this vacation? And and so I think educating people about all things travel related, or if, if you have other travel agents following you, Amber, you could be, um, get my best tips on how to get your travel for free. If you're a travel blogger by going here or 10 things that um, you you need to think about before you consider um, a vacation to Florida this year. Like, so I think educating, encouraging, um, uplifting, those sorts of posts do so well. And then when you slide in a post every day on and it's salesy, it doesn't feel so like in your face. Right. No, I agree. Now, here's the thing. So you don't want to do opt-ins all the time though, right? Because you want to be able to give people uh, that information. So are you thinking one opt-in a day or is that even too much? No, one opt-in a day is fine. We probably do one opt-in every second or third day and we actually need to up our game on that um, and be a little more... um, we need to be a little more intentional about that. But building your email list, in my yes. opinion, is even more um, more important than building your social media. Me too. And, and that that has been a struggle for me. I, I will be honest yeah. that um, because I'm always kind of like, uh, okay, I need to have, you know, more freebies and stuff like that. So when you, let's just walk through this for a yeah. week. When you're posting to Facebook and you pretend you're going to pretend you've upped your game and you're doing one opt-in a day, yes. um, is that opt-in different every single day? Well, I have, I think like 12 different opt-ins and so they are. So like I have an opt-in, um, that is, uh, targeted towards people of faith and business owners. So we post on, we post that every single Sunday. It's just a free ebook. Okay. And it used to be an ebook Amber that I charged for. And in fact, it's still for sale on Amazon for $9.99. So people can buy it there or every Sunday they can just get it free by opting into my list. So I'll put that on Facebook on Sundays. Um, a lot of the questions I get uh, from my DIY painting, decorating crowd are still like about my favorite paint color, since that was really what I was good at when I owned a painting company. So I have a great um, freebie um, entitled my 50 favorite wall paint colors that people can print out and they can take their local show on Williams store and they can pick a paint color that way. And so we post about that. Uh, we usually try to do that at least once a week. And so those are the two right now that we're using the most. Um, I do have a, uh, for my entrepreneur followers, I have a opt-in on 60 ideas that you could go live about on Facebook right now. Mm. And so because a lot of people will say, okay, I'm a business owner. You've convinced right. me, Jennifer, I need to go live. 
but they're like, but I don't know what to go live about. So I've got a whole list of things you could go live about. I love it. And, um, and so, yeah, that's something that people can get, um, free off of my website. And that's a good way it's giving them value. And yet I get their email address yep, in the process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're, when you're posting those same opt-ins, is it the same uh, message in the Facebook post or do you change it up? We change it up. Okay. Yeah, we change yeah. it up. Yeah. So sometimes we'll do a different picture other times, but I always, um, every Facebook post that I write, and here's the challenge with people hiring out their social media. Yeah. Every Facebook post that I write, Amber, I try to pretend that I'm writing it to just my best friend, Laura. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I, here's what will happen is I find that when we get online, a lot of us will go from being really cool in real life, um, being fun, being, um, you know, really relatable to then we put on this business hat and we sound like a totally different person online because yeah. we think we need to, you know, put our best foot forward and need to come off really, you know, um, professional or whatever. And I'm like, that just is gross to me. And so I would much rather, I would rather craft the Facebook post as if I was texting Laura. So girlfriend, have you thought about taking a float trip this fall? We should totally do this. Um, (laughs) Here's the 10 best places in the Midwest where we could go on a float trip. Like I'm just thinking from your travel. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and, and post it like that so that it doesn't sound so I'm just doing this so that I can get an email address because people can smell that Amber a mile away. And that's why a lot of them, they'll just keep scrolling by. And so what we have to do as business owners is understand that if we own a business, we have to somehow show up different on the Facebook feed so that people will actually stop, pause and take action. And they're not used to seeing posts like girlfriend, you know, like, like talking like that out of business people. And so that's what makes people stop and pause and actually exchange an email for whatever your freebie is. So I like to change up the words as much as possible. I love that. So I have two more questions. And I, I, so as yeah. we're talking about all this posting every single day, this, this segues into my uh, question. What advice do you give moms, especially during the summer when things are crazy, either there's camps or the kids are home all day and they're trying to post their four posts a day and going live <laughs> and they're just like, how am I finding the time? So what have you learned through all this to figure out how to be the most efficient and be able yeah. to get things done, but yet be present for your kids when they're home. Sure. So, um, all of us know that we make time for the things that are priorities to us. So for me watching the last season of the Americans, it's a priority and I'm about to make time for that. What show is this? The Americans? The Americans? It's yeah. about Russian. It's about, it's like set in like the 19th. Oh, it's with Carrie Russell from yes, Felicity. Yes, Russell. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And so yes. they're spies in America, yes, okay. like back in the sixties. So it's super fun. So I'll make time for that. Um, I'm trying to take off, uh, you know, 20 pounds of, that have built up over I the winter yeah. from emotional eating and uh, <laughs> yeah. menopause. And so, you know, I need to make time for the walking um, yeah. and the exercise and the weights and I'll do time for that. So for me, posting on my social media, it's just, it's like, it's like a non-negotiable. Yes. See, I understand because I've watched what's happened to my business, Amber, over the course of taking my social media seriously. So, you know, I went from virtually, I mean, just a couple thousand followers five years ago to 330,000 today, right? Just on Facebook. I had literally zero on Instagram five years ago to now I have 60 some thousand. And, um, and, and Pinterest is a huge source of traffic for me. So I understand that this, this is a non-negotiable. So if you're somebody that's tight on time, 
think about if you were going to post on your personal page, Amber, because uh, you have kids, right? If yep. I remember correctly. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So if you were going to post a picture of one of your kiddos today and something cute that they said, it, it would literally only take you what a minute, minute and a half. If you edited the picture. Right. Right. It doesn't take that long to post on our Facebook. And so people want to make it into this. I don't have time. You don't have time for a minute and a half. You go to the bathroom every day, take your phone with you. And I know that that yeah. sounds crude, but, yeah. <laughs> but if, if you're in there just scrolling Facebook anyway, you might as well be on your Facebook page and posting. If you're going to schedule something, that's fine. But I want you to schedule it in the same voice that you would be using if you were texting mm-hmm. your best friend right. so that it sounds like that you're real time. And I want you to use Facebook scheduler only. Don't use one of those third party schedulers. Facebook hates it. And they're going to ding your account. Yes, and show I your noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you have to use Facebook scheduler. Um, but in terms of like going live, it's a challenge for me too. I've got two teenage boys, the, the wild 10 year old girl. And so there's times when I'm going live and they're just here. They're just here in, you know, in the house. Um, yesterday I was doing a coaching call for one of my coaching groups and our oldest son, Noah was getting ready to leave. And he came in and gave me a kiss and a hug while I'm live. And it just is what it is. I mean, I think that we used to like, feel like we needed to take our business and keep that so separate, so totally separate from our personal life. Right. But you know, as well as I do, Amber, when you own a business, it is all like intermingled. Oh, yeah. You yes. know, yeah. you're talking about business over family dinner and, you know, during family time, you're taking calls. And so it would be nice to think that you could separate the two, but we don't. And so instead of separating the two, I have just, my family knows, look, we get to live the lifestyle that we're living right now um, and do the vacations that we're doing, et cetera, because of mom's business, which means mom's social media. So if they're not comfortable and don't want to be in something, well, of course, that's one thing. And I take that into consideration, but otherwise they know this is just part of mom's job. So there's oftentimes when I'm going live right now and we've got construction going on in the background, this has been our life for the last four months or a kid's coming in and telling mom goodbye or what have you. And we just keep rolling with it anyway. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's really true. And I just feel like, um, you really have to just you know, think about like your day, kind of like what you're saying, think about what the non-negotiables are and just work it into your day. And then the other stuff, you know, that doesn't fall into that list, you know, it may not happen that day. It may not happen. Yeah. With kids home, it's always a challenge. And so I know my kiddos, since I've got teen boys and, um, and my daughter stays up till, you know, late during the summer because she's crazy and her father's daughter. But, uh, <laughs> so I try to get up early and work early and then try to save, you know, the afternoons for more fun stuff so that the kids feel like they're getting a summer. Um, but I just have to be much more intentional during the summer. There's no time for just doing the things in our business that may make us feel like we're being productive. Right. But really, it's like, you know, rearranging the photos on my desktop, you know, stuff like that, that I'm like, Okay. Summer is not the time to do to that. Yes. You know, in the yeah. summer, it's chop, chop. Let's get business done and let's be done with it. And I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we feel like, um, we feel guilty, Amber, if we're not working mm-hmm. the entire day and, um, you know, we take off at midday and take our kids to a water park and then we feel bad about it. Well, isn't that the whole reason we're in business for ourselves anyway? Right. Is yeah. so that, you know, and the truth is I've gone live before when I take my kids places, my kids are playing, you guys go do what you're going to do. Mom's going to sit here and do a Facebook live video. And, you know, I think sometimes back to um, my grandparents who I just loved and adored and spent a ton of time with when I was a kiddo. And I grew up in a small town in Iowa. And so in the small town, there were two grocery stores that my parents or grandparents lived in. And, um, and 
the one store could have had better prices, Amber. Mm-hmm. It maybe had better coupons out that week. It maybe, you know, was prettier on the outside, but it did not matter. My grandmother shopped at the store where she liked who owned it. Mm-hmm. And that was like a non-negotiable. Like if she did not like that other owner, we went to only, you know, where grandma liked the owner. It's just the way that business was. It's still that way. It's just online. And the only way people can really get to know us and to perhaps want to buy from us when there's tons of other people selling what we do is to is to is to know who we are and kind of what we stand for and um, things about our life they're going to be relatable. So when my kids are walking in on a Facebook Live, I mean half of my audience has kids. They're not offended or you know logging off or quitting working with me. We had I literally have had Ava, our ten year old, do some um, Facebook Lives with me, and I've made her read the comments for her reading homework for the night. Mm, And so she'll be on the Facebook live and people are saying, Hey, Ava. Hi, Ava. She's got her own hashtag, which is hashtag Oava, you know? And so they're talking to her (laughs) and she's reading it and I'm doing my thing. I'm painting or, you know, making something or whatever. And it's just kind of a win-win. And so it is more of a challenge when the kids are home for sure. And this is the first year that I am not literally just like, holy crap, how am I going to do this with the kids home? Because we brought my husband home from corporate America in the last 60 days, and he's now working at home with me. And so I'm super excited that this summer feels different than every other one. But every other summer, I'm just juggling. I'm doing the best I can at business and doing the best I can at momming and knowing that some stuff can just wait until August. That's the bottom line. Right. And there is one thing um, I was talking about with your assistant, how you do, though, believe that we should not let up on the gas with our yeah, business in the summer. So, well, And the reason is because so yeah. many people do. Because yeah. so many people are like you and I, Amber, with kiddos, and they're like, okay, so I'm going to scale way back from you know four posts a day to every other day when I think about it. And I'm not going to go live because I'm at the lake or whatever. We'll do a Facebook Live of the sunset. People love sunset videos. It's mesmerizing. Um, every time I'm at a beach, I go live and either share a sunrise or sunset and people love to watch that. But while everybody else is taking their foot off the gas during the summer, you need to maintain. Maybe you're not adding anything new. Like I'm not doing a you know ton of extra podcast interviews uh, where I'm interviewing a lot of extra people during the summer. And um, I'm, you know, I'm just changing some things. I, uh, I'm not going to add any new projects or release any new programs this summer. Um, but I do keep my foot consistently at the speed that I have been in the yeah. online space during the summer because so many other people, they pull back. And then what happened, Amber, um, in the fall, they try to restart again and really get right back into it. And they're wondering why their Facebook reach is so terrible and all their posts are tanking because Facebook saw you let off the gas. Right. And that's a signal <laughs> to their algorithm that this isn't a legit, serious business. And so if you look at any legit, serious business on Facebook, you will see that they are posting consistently every day, every day, every day. Yeah, no, I love that. And so as we wrap up, I want you to just kind of talk about your new, uh, well, it may not, how new is your membership? Oh gosh, I've had it. It'll be three years next okay, month. Okay, so not so new. Can you um, believe that? <laughs> no, that's crazy. And so, because we didn't talk about that last year, I don't think so. Um, how about you share with us a little bit about it? So if women want to join it, they can do that. And so, uh, yeah, just share with us uh, what it's all about, who this is best for, and what would they get from it? Awesome. Thank you for even asking. So 
It's called My Inner Circle. And I created this group um, almost three years ago, like I said, to just teach small business owners how to grow their social media so that they can make more sales using that social media. So um, I'm teaching, you know, Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook. I'm teaching, uh, we have a guest this week on Amazon Handmade. And so it's mostly creative people, but I also have a lot of like bloggers and I have some travel people in there. I have some real estate people in there. So because every small business needs to grow their social media. So um, we started this almost three years ago in January. January of last year, I added 1,100 new members, and um, and I was like, "What the heck just happened?" Because I told everybody <laughs> we were going to close it and not open until summer, and we had an influx of 1,100 new women wow. join. And it's mostly women, but we do have some men yeah. sprinkled in there. And so, um, and so the group was at 1,800 members, and you know, some of them have left or changed business or whatever since January. But we are reopening next week on June the 27th, just for 48 hours. For people that have been on my wait list asking me when we're opening again, and then we're not planning on reopening until fall. And so if your um, listeners are interested, they can go yeah. to jenniferallwood.com slash inner circle and be notified um, on Wednesday when it reopens or go on Wednesday and look at it there. But yeah, it's $47 a month and it's a great, amazing community of other business owners. We do challenges in there. There's lots of sharing of information. But the whole intention is to um, teach people how to use social media to really grow their brand and to grow their platform and to grow their business. Uh, But we also talk a lot about just the things that get us stuck in business and our mindset issues and why we are kind of feeling stuck sometimes. And every business owner goes through periods of that. Uh, But it's a great resource for people who are like, look, I'm wanting to kind of shift in what I'm doing and I don't really know how to do this. And I want to change my Facebook page name or, you know, I really want to grow my Instagram. So, um, yeah, I would love to have any of your listeners join us if that's something that they feel like they could use. Yeah. So where else can they find you? Your website. And then what is your Facebook uh, page? It's Jennifer Allwood and it does have a little blue check behind it. It's a verified account um, on Facebook. So it's very easy to find. I mean, every once in a while people, you know, I'll have strangers sending me a personal friend request and I always decline those. But my big page is Jennifer Allwood. It's got a blue check behind it. There's over 300,000 followers. So it should be pretty easy to find. And I'm also on, you know, Pinterest on Instagram, like we talked about. And I do have my podcast called the Jennifer Allwood show and have new episodes every Wednesday. Awesome. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming back on the show. I loved having you here. Oh, Amber, thank you. I could just sit and chat with you all day like we're old friends. So thank I know, you me for, too. for having me. And I'm looking forward to that coffee date in November. Hey guys, it's Amber. And you've been hearing me talk all about travel. And I am so passionate about helping families create memories through intentional travel planning. I know it's summertime and it might not even be on your radar for fall break or Christmas break, but it's just around the corner. It's a perfect time to go to Disney, Mexico, or even a Caribbean cruise. So if you don't have plans yet for those school breaks, I invite you to set up an appointment with me. It's completely free, both for the consultation call so that we can talk about what your plans are, what your dreams are, and put them into action. And it's also completely free to use my services to allow me to come alongside and help you make these plans a reality. So to book your time with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash contact. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week.